Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dirt roads to rock crawling. Two buck chuck to screaming eagle. Moonshine to 50 year old single malt. We talk about it all here on Wheelin' Wine and Whiskey with your hosts, Jason and Chris. Welcome to the Wheeling Wine and Whiskey Podcast, episode 178. 178. Chris, are you there? Chris, I'm we here. missed you. Oh, he's there. All right. <laughs> Haven't seen you in like, it feels like a month and a half. It's getting damn near to be like that. Lorenzo was asking if you were still part of the podcast, and I assured him that you were. So he, he was ready to cut you out of the payroll real well, if quick. He's, if I mean, he's ready to pick up a microphone and hee-haw into that fucking thing, he's more than welcome to. <laughs> Yeah. Oh boy. So there you go. So Trail Hero Hangover. Full Trail Hero Hangover. Uh James called me this morning and I answered the phone. Um what did I say? I said the, the Trail Hero post depression hotline. Uh-huh. Um yeah, it it was uh it's a real thing, man. You wake up and you're like, I'm not my camper. I'm not a <laughs> hollow. I'm not a trail hero. It's over with. We've talked about this before. It's the PPD, yes. the post-party blues. It it happens at Hammers. It happens at Trail Hero and uh, Meadow Lake, um, Fordyce there. But anyways, we're here. We're making it happen. Fully got submerged back into uh, reality. Oh, yeah. And um, as much as I was kicking and screaming. Looks like it slapped you upside the head a couple times, too. It did. It did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so... Needle and Thread. Yes, sir. One of the many uh, podcasts, uh, it was busy. It was a busy week, but uh, sat down with Amber and Dolly, uh-huh. who are doing the Rebel Rally. Awesome. Uh, Al- Alicia was there. Yeah, um, they did it. She and her girlfriend Georgia Boy's wife. Uh-huh. Yeah, they did it a few years ago, so that was good info, good intel there. And then Joe, who... Dolly invited into our camp for Trailer Hero his first time. Uh, he is the V-Cross expert, the, right. the Zuzu V-Cross expert. Um, so he gave some good insight of the, the V-Cross and, um, you know, kind of what it is and what drivetrain it's got and how it all works. So It turns out um, that's an extraordinarily rare vehicle. It is a rare vehicle, and it's got some nuances to it that are um, y- unique. I mean, not good or bad or indifferent it's just uh they're unique so um yeah let's let's just get right into this episode shall we they are currently navigating across the uh the the western desert i think right now so nevada, somewhere um, in nevada <laughs> nevada yeah yeah so yeah. all right well, let's make this happen let's roll it boom okay okay we are here still here at trail hero 2022 in this awesome camp, beautiful weather, and our guest this morning, guest, this is, this is plural, is Checkpoint Dolly. Checkpoint Dolly. Hi, Dolly. In the house. And sitting next to you is, who's that? Teehee. Teehee. 
Amber Turner's back on the podcast. Ultra Four Jones, you're, he's way behind now. This <laughs> that is, poor guy. yeah, he, you're like six, seven ahead on him now. And then we also have sitting across from you is Alicia. How are you doing, Alicia? I'm fine. Good morning. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. And my last one was the bourbon tasting. Oh yes, yes. So that was over a year ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, great. And then we have uh, Joe in the background here that's going to chime in. Uh, how you doing, Joe? I'm doing good. Right on. Okay, Joe is our, our V-Cross expert that we're going to be uh, chatting with. So, um, so yeah, this is good. Well, welcome. And uh, we are gathered here this morning for talk about Rebel Rally 2022, which you are leaving for tomorrow morning. Oh, we're leaving for tomorrow morning, 4.30 in the morning. Woo, you won't see me. Catching a shuttle, going to Vegas and flying to Reno, picking up the V-Cross and then off to Tahoe. Okay, so uh, uh, does it start Thursday or Friday, or what day does it technically? It, when the, do you gather? Uh, we gather tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow we're doing pre-tech. Okay. And we gather tomorrow, and then we do official tech the next day, and the first day starts on Saturday. Our Got it. first stage. Okay, perfect. Um, so let's, let's talk about um, how this idea came about that you wanted to participate in this with your daughter. Oh, that's interesting. Take it all the way back. <laughs> um, let's see. I can't because I'm emotional. I can't do oh, it. I'm sorry. Can you do Mom. it? I, I can try to get the story right, but you're going to have to chime I'll in. Okay, in, sure, I correct. Because I know that um, you want you and I have wanted to do it basically since it started, right? We've been following it the entire time. And then um, Jesse Combs passed away in yep. 19. So that was my inspiration for racing. Um, and like a huge kick in the ass for a lot of people to just, you know, do, you know, follow your dreams. So, and then Jackie, your sister, passed away. Um, in, in 2020. Yeah, in 2020. Okay. Um, and at least the inspiring part for me was that um, she finally had a part of her life where she was able to go out and start traveling and doing the things that she wanted, even though she'd been a mother and a daughter her entire life. And she was finally just like free. Um, so she passed away and kind of kicked us in the ass again. <laughs> um, and you turned 65. I turned 65 this year. <laughs> just a number. And, and, and now you want to do what you want. Right? I, yeah. Chasing uh, your dreams. my kids are out of the house. We're in empty nesters, and I'm 65, and I got to prove to myself that I've still got it. Oh, you've always had it. Um, you're a badass. Never Thank lost you. it. <laughs> you question yourself when you turn 65. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Every so, morning when you get out of bed and it creaks. Okay. <laughs> so that's kind of been the, the all the pushing factors towards Rebel Rally. Um, particular. I mean, this this year was the year. I think we came off a trail hero last year, right? And Rebel Rally was just starting, and Mom was like, "Screw it, we're doing it." <laughs> yeah, and we. Um, I watched it live last year, and as soon as they said registration is open, I chimed in and got on there. Signed and, up. Yep, took the big bite and did it. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Um, and then you're you're driving the the V Cross. Which is very unique in itself, a Zuzu. It's a unicorn. A unicorn. It is a unicorn. It's very cool. 
and uh, you outfitted it with a bunch of red dots. Your your team name is called Rockin' the Dots. Rockin' the Dots. So that's super in cool. Honor of Jesse Combs. Exactly, in honor of Jesse Combs, and you're uh, you're here wearing the uh, the scarves right now. Jesse Combs Foundation uh, red scarf with the white dots. Um, so you're going to have the yellow V cross with red dots out there. It's going to be not hard to miss at all. <laughs> a photographer's dream color. It, it really is. Really is. So that's you guys are going to get a lot of airtime. I know that's going to be awesome. Um, so you've been. I know uh, we've been on a few trips together camping, and you're out there with your maps and uh, compass and sextants or whatever you guys are using for because you cannot use this is 100 percent no gps no electronics they take your phone and you are strictly here's a map here's the points you need to hit and good luck everybody else and they send you on your way um so you've been diligently uh, studying all that and that's where alicia comes in because she is a veteran to uh, rebel rally she's been there done that and so i know she's been you've been leaning on her quite a bit to get a lot of information and and what to do, what not to do, and, and how to do certain things. So that's super cool. Uh, so, Alicia, uh, what was, like, your number one first advice to Amber and Dolly? My first advice is um, basically create a rhythm for themselves because if you don't have a pattern, you know, who does what, you're going to get – it just becomes more frustrating. And so you really – you want to limit the frustration. Uh-huh. Um, so you just become a team. Each one has their assigned things from start to the morning till the end of the day. Cross train. Make sure you both know how to drive and you both know how to navigate. Navigate, okay. Because um, I know for my partner and I, um, she didn't, you know, she didn't like the sand. And so we were able to switch drivers and she could navigate and I can drive in the sand, which help us compete, continue to compete. Got it. So is that how how is that going to play in? Who's who's starting off driving? Who's navigating? Would you guys have a game plan? I'm going to be driver okay. because Amber is you so good. You keep thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, how Mom. are you going to? I know. How are you going to keep her out of the driver's seat? <laughs> I was going to say, how do you keep her from going upside down? Well, yeah. there's oh, that dang too. It. Don't do that at the Rebel I Rally. Don't. Well, <laughs> you is, know, Amber is so good because she's a fabricator. She's right? so good at measuring. So it's like she's the natural navigator. Uh, I see. Natural navigator. Okay. And me, I, I hate to say it, but 10 inches for me is really wide range of measurement. Okay. <laughs> or a small range of measurement. So I'm not a real good navida- navigator. In fact, you know, my husband and I would probably be divorced if it wasn't for <laughs> GPS. Both of our GPSs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and then that the uh, Alicia could speak to this. There's there's got to be times that are super intense where you're yelling at each other to go this way. No, we got to go this way or whatever. I mean, that conversation has to come up early on. It's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna yell at each other, but at the end of the day, we're gonna hug it out. So what, those issues got to come up, right? Oh, <laughs> so, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, my partner and I, we basically had a phrase. That one of, when one of us hit our bullshit meter and we wanted to walk away, we just, you know, we had a phrase and we just walked away and the other one, you know, don't, didn't hold it against him. What was the phrase? Pineapple or something? <laughs> <laughs> Upside, I think yeah, it was, I word. need a minute. <laughs> 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 but I mean, the big thing is, is also paying attention 
if you know your partner well enough for the right. signs beforehand. Okay. And being able to whether recommend that they drink more water, more electrolytes, get something to eat. The worst thing is being hangry. Hangry <laughs> on the road. Right. Um, and knowing when that you need to move on. Okay. You know, mutually agreeing you're not going to bang your head to find something and potentially lose the rest of the points for the day. It's just, you know, knowing each other's um, signs. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. I think sense. that's really your strong point, too. You really, I mean, obviously, you're my mom. You're really good at taking care of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of bossy, too. <laughs> We're and both kind of bossy. I know what your strengths are and your weaknesses. You know, your weak, one weakness is, is keeping all rubber on the ground. Gosh dang That's it. why you're not driving <laughs> all the time. <laughs> that is a well-documented weakness there. Uh, especially this week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but so... Um, Going back to it, though, um, I've kind of been thinking about the same thing because my mom's been really hyped on this whole subject and just getting ready for Rebel Rally. It's pretty tense at this point. And I think back to before I raced King of the Hammers the first year because my, you know, Stuart, my brother, was my co-driver. Right. And so I think I was talking to him days before we took the green flag on the phone. And... Um, I'm freaking out and I'm in the same tense state of mind as Rebel Rally right now. And he tells me, he's like, you know what? We're going to get lost anyways. <laughs> well, there <laughs> you go. Let's have fun, right? Yeah. And it's, it, it just brought it all into perspective for me. And I was like, I just need to calm down. It's just going to play itself out and it'll all work out in the end. You're, you know, that is a very good attitude and it's the right attitude because there's there's stuff that you could plan for that you know, is never going to happen and vice versa. There's stuff that you never planned for that's going to happen. And it's like, okay, you know, you just got to roll with the punches, right? Yeah. Just like four wheeling. <laughs> yeah. Big punches. Yeah, I was just waiting for that third day. They say oh, the third day. It's is a it, phenomenon. Yeah. Is it? It's a third thing, day apparently. It's a thing, where Alicia? You, yeah. I, is I that have where everybody agree. hits the wall or what? what, what is it? I, What's I, going we, on? I, we did. We ended up getting lost in the Nevada desert around the uh, wandering donkeys. Now, we found our way back, but... <laughs> was, it was Lorenzo the, out there? <laughs> I saw a couple Lorenzo <laughs> cousins. Okay, right. Let me tell you. All right. Um, and you just have to recognize it's time to stop and regather and maybe backtrack but there's a lot of teams that don't because okay. you know that they're so driven um, and then by the time they get back they're so exhausted they're at each other's throats and it really is about dialing yourself back what's your true goal for the rebel if it's to win then there's a different mentality got it if it's going out there for a life experience which that was for what me and my girlfriend mm-hmm. were out there to do there's a total different list of priorities and one of our top priorities was to finish as friends yeah um and we actually uh we managed to get two out of the three the third one that we weren't (laughs) able to get is not breaking down we did end up having to change a a tire oh that's not not a big one compared to some of the others right i think that's to be expected is changing tires so you're good you're good you didn't break yeah (laughs) hey i didn't bust an oil pan no yes that's good and that could happen. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you're hours away from starting this epic journey. Um, so what's what's going through your mind? What, what's what's uh, mentally, where you at with, uh, with this whole Rebel Rally thing? I'm a hot mess today. Are you? I'm a hot mess. <laughs> you look, I've already you been look? in tears four times. Are you? You're like a, a duck because on the outside here you look fine, but underwater you're just treading away. Oh, huh? yeah. I feel like an ADHD kid. <laughs> today. <laughs> I, I can't 
you know, just can't get focused and I'm just all over the map. Yeah. My but brain I, won't stop. Knowing you, you've already got everything packed and ready to go. So it's just a, a matter of getting to the V cross and uh, getting to the uh, registration, right? Yep. Yeah, it is. See? It's a matter so of getting comforting. there. So that's comforting. It is. It's yeah. taken a lot of work. I mean, we've been at it for a whole year. Yeah. And it started, uh, we weren't sure what we were going to use as a vehicle. Right. And so we finally got that nailed down and decided on the Viacross. You know, we bought it four years ago and got the idea. Eric loved that car. Uh-huh. Kept talking about it. Kept talking about it. Said, Just go buy it. Right. So we finally get it home. And I said, well, I can do Rebel in this, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what we did. We're gonna, we're going to do rebel in that little go devil, so, and it is a go devil too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about this V Cross because it is a unique uh, vehicle. Um, it's uh, it's an Isuzu. So uh, we got Joe here, our expert uh, V Cross. Uh, so Joe, you're you you run a, a Facebook page or something uh, for V Crosses, or yeah, tell us a, a little bit about yourself. We have a, a Facebook page um, for VX addicts, and, and once you get a V-Cross, you kind of become an addict fairly quickly. They um, they suck you in. They're fun little cars. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah, I run – I just do admin for the page on Facebook, and we try and keep it a little less um, – boisterous shall we say than okay. some of the facebook pages okay to encourage uh, younger kids families everybody to get involved so it's with the friendly VX. it's a friendly page it's a very friendly Good. page okay yeah for sure and very helpful um oh you've been a great help for me thanks you i mean there's a lot of people there yeah. with even more knowledge a than i have but resource of information yeah the page itself is a great resource of information um file sections everything and you know people who've owned them from new from the 90 you know 99 up till now so they know them well okay that's that's cool and that's how joe uh got got to our camp here is you found him on facebook and then uh uh started hey i need some info because we're going to be doing this rebel rally thing yeah invited him to come out and play with us and oh by the way we're going to this really cool event called trail hero and uh, so, yeah, that's cool. So, welcome. It's Joe. an interesting car to choose to do the Rebel Ed because it um, it'll draw some attention. Yes, you know, there's no doubt about that. So let's let's talk about what what kind of drivetrain we got. Just talk about what a V Cross is uh, and what well, year. What year is yours, Dolly? Uh, it's a 2001. 2001. Okay. There's there's a there's somewhat of a misconception that it was a failed production vehicle. Okay. Um, it was never intended to be a production vehicle. It was basically a kind of halo design exercise for Isuzu to put together some interesting stuff that they were playing with. Okay. Um, I mean, for instance, the the body molds were made out of ceramic, not steel. Wow. Limited life. You can get about 6,000 pressings out of a okay. ceramic mold. So it was never, you know, never again, never intended to be a full production vehicle. Um, there were just less than 6,000 built worldwide, 4,153 U.S. spec. The rest were JDM, so Japanese market, sure. Australia, New Zealand. But the bulk of them came here. Okay. Um, Drivetrain-wise, I mean, the interesting part of the drivetrain on the VX is the BorgWarner Talk on demand system, which essentially is um, 
way ahead of its time, you know, back in the late 90s, but um, computer-driven sensors that they feel the slippage okay. in the tires and can, you know, in an instant, direct power to where it needs for road holding. So, like, in default, it's 85% back drive, 15% front-wheel drive. Okay. And as traction is, you know, needed up front and stuff, it shifts and it does this kind of automatically. Automatically. Yeah. So it's a transfer case, essentially. It's a transfer, similar transfer case yeah. with, you know... I'm no electrician some, or computer some guy. Clutches, with some clutches, some gizmos, stuff. some widgets that uh, lots that, of widgets that can, and gizmos okay. that, that take the power and put it where it's needed. So there is there's there, is there a low range or anything? Yeah, on there, this? Is there is a low range. Low. Okay, okay, there is complete four low. Okay, um, the I mean the TOD the torque on demand is is you know I live in California so I don't have to worry about ice and snow. Right, but if you're somewhere where there's ice and snow. The torque on demand is great for that because it's not full-blown four-wheel drive, um, but it gives you that four-wheel power when, Got it's, it. when it's needed. But then for off-roading and stuff, yeah, full-time four-low. Um, and the VX actually has it kind of surprised people and has done well in off-roading. It, um, it had some success in its class in the Dakar um, and in Australia. Um, the big Australian rallies. Okay. Um, and even over here, I mean, I, I've I've been working on mine. I've had mine 18 years, and, you know, anybody that works on cars, they're constantly changing. But um, we – it's been interesting here. The sand, she's not so happy in. But on rock and stuff like in Moab, um, they'll they'll keep up with $80,000, $90,000 Jeeps. Right on. You know, Um they're very easy to lift. They're very easy to to do good, simple modifications that produce great returns in terms of off-roading performance. So is it solid axle? Is it independent? No, IFS up front. Okay. Solid axle at the back. Okay. Um, yeah, IFS isn't you know ideal in some circumstances, but it's better in others. Well, you know, yeah. it's, it's one of those trade-offs. Sure. Um, we do – I've got a diff drop on mine because otherwise you start – cranking her up front she's got torsion bar suspension okay <coughs> excuse me so wound that wind that up to get um i mean i've i've squeezed 35 inch tires under mine uh-huh. and the stock is 29 um so you can wind up the torsion bars and lift the front up and then okay. you start getting really really bad cv angles right so then you you know it's the domino effect yeah and yeah then yeah you go for yep. a diff drop and then you do this then you, but but to take it to a simple level, like to a 33-inch, 32-inch tire, and really have some fun off-road, new rear coils and crank the torsion bars, and she's ready to go. Nice. We'll be running in the bone stock class. Okay. We are bone stock. So the Viacross came out with Recaro seats when mm-hmm. they were new and bypass shocks. Nice. First production yeah, bypass shocks. Yeah, I didn't mention shocks. those. The, the, it was. First production car with full bypass shocks. Okay. They are awesome. We awesome. should put some King stickers on them. Yeah, you should. That'd be yeah. hilarious. But yeah, it was It was put together. Um, they didn't spare expense putting it together. And consequently, the price when it first came out was not cheap. Okay. Um, but you can, you can get a good one now 
you know, it might need a bit of work. But if you've got five or six grand to spend, you can find a VX and you'll have a ball with it. I mean, it's just a lot of fun. Right on. Yeah, they are fun. It's like a little go devil when it, you drive it. Yeah. It turns on a dime. Go, I mean, you know, it's not the fastest, torquiest thing no, in the world, but, but it gets down the road. I, and everybody looks at what the heck is it? Yeah, it's it? unique. I was surprised too because I'm pretty sure they're really similar wheelbase and about the same weight as a Samurai, about 80 inch wheelbase and somewhere around. Okay, uh, 92. So it's still nice and short. Yeah, it's it's got a yeah. Yeah. Same as an old Bronco. Okay, and then what's what do they weigh? Well, un, unmolested, 39. They're okay. not lightweight because they sit on. Um, the RS, the Trooper RS chassis, um, but yeah, about thirty nine stock. Okay, so, so uh, it does have a frame. It does. It's have not a, full a unibody. Frame. Okay. Full frame. Okay. So yeah. is it true that I've read that they kind of used it as bait to get people into the dealership? Yeah, I mean that's a, it, it, that's part of the whole calling it a halo vehicle um, design exercise, tech exercise. And let's make something that people go, ooh, ah, I've got to stop and go and look at that. And, and then we'll sell you a trooper. <laughs> we'll sell you a trooper. Or we'll sell you one of these. But yeah. yeah because they yeah. were $31,000 based on 31.32 back yeah, in 99, in, which was a lot of money. Yeah, wow. It was a lot of money. A lot of money. Wow. Yeah. For a little car um, that only had two doors. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for a two door. How um, many were produced? Do you know production numbers? Yeah. I mean, I can give you the exact ones, but ballpark figures. Yeah. 4,153 in the American spec. Okay. Um, 439 so. of those were proton yellow. <laughs> and that's what yours is proton yellow. I love these color names. Proton, oh, proton yellow. yellow. They've got dragon green. They've got Firefox red. I mean, yes, some fun names. How do I get Mine's that job of naming black. colors? <laughs> I want that job. Yeah. Naming cars. I could right. come up with some some good ones. Give me a color name. A color name? Come on, name a color. Well, you got you to show me the color first so I can, like... The Jeep. The my, Jeep. Which my parents' Jeep? orange Jeep. It's not orange. It's, it's, it's more yellow. It's more like school okay, bus wait, yellow. Okay, wait. Don't tell That's them the name of the color. Flag. I want to hear Jason's version. I the name of the color. What color is that? So I would call that short bus yellow. <laughs> <laughs> See? I could come up go. with shit pretty quick here. Put a stripe and a stop sign on the side of it. Short bus yellow is what we're going to call that. <laughs> so my son calls it baby blowout. Baby blowout, or, yeah. or or it could be baby's first summer. <laughs> it could be that one too. See, and, oh and the official color is dozer. Dozer, okay, dozer. that one works. Dozer works. So it's, it's like it's, a caterpillar dozer. Yeah, yeah it's color. like caterpillar yellow. Yeah, another okay. one you can't miss. There you go. But numbers wise, the <laughs> basically six thousand. Um, 4,150-odd came to this country, and the U.S. spec had a 3.5 engine, and then 1,800, roughly, the JDM spec, Japanese domestic model, okay, which had a 3.2. Did they ever put diesels in them? No. They were always gas. A couple of people are talking about doing diesel swaps. Okay. Um, but no, it was all... all um, Six gas, you know, okay. six gas, 3.2, 3.5. Yeah, that's a, that's a good little motor for that size vehicle. Yeah, we just hope it About makes it to the horse. finish line. 
Yeah. It's nice and strong. It's not a tired old thing. It's only it's well, got less than a hundred thousand on yeah, it. Yeah, we have yeah. we had Wolf Motors go through it and she checked everything. Yeah. With you driving, it will make it across the with Amber driving. Oh, dang it. <laughs> yeah, see Amber, you are Ding. not qualified. I'm driving. I don't care what you say. <laughs> you can drive at night when I can't see. <laughs> I can't see at night either. <laughs> we have to get to oh, the finish great. line before oh, dark. Oh boy. Man. All right. So, so that's cool. Um all right, so Alicia, um, so talk about some of the strategy um, because uh, and, and kind of how Rebel works because I know there's a lot of fun involved too, um, but you know the the meetups, the, you you girls get wine and dine pretty good, I understand, um, but then you get debriefed in the morning and in your maps or whatever. I don't know how's it how does it go? I remember. Well, it, it's all a schedule. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, at least when I did it in 2017 at five o'clock, the cowbell went off. And that's pretty much when you were allowed to get out of your tent, start packing, start breaking down. Um, and the navigators can go pick up their uh, checkpoints for the day. Okay. And it does depend, at least my year, it depended on your start time. The earlier your start time, you could pick them up at like 5.30. The other teams had later times to pick it up. That was to give everybody an equal opportunity of the same amount of time to navigate. Got it. Do your navigation in the morning. For my girlfriend and I, it was all about a schedule. You know, I picked up the points almost, you know, very first thing. We were lucky enough to get a start time between 7 and 7.15 almost every morning. So we, we were up got um, our points. She was able to get me breakfast. We were there for the, both there for the six o'clock uh, drivers and navigators meeting, which gives us your, the details for the day um, at the same time as finishing your navigation. And the first um, uh, start time is seven and you have okay. to be there 15 minutes early. Um, so you have to have your Jeep. If it's a day that you're breaking down camp, you have to have your Jeep loaded with all of your belongings um, and both the driver and navigator in the seat with the helmets on 15 minutes before ready to go. Uh, ready to go. Okay. Um, and you don't you, you you almost never get past maybe five to nine checkpoints because you can have up to 25 checkpoints in a day wow. and an enduro. Um, so it's all about planning out your day and then cutting your losses. If okay. you don't think you're going to make a checkpoint, you got to make a decision to give it up. And so you just plan your like the first quarter of your day and then you start navigating as you go along and planning your day out so that you can end up where you need to be by the end of the day. Interesting. Can you talk about those checkpoints? So the che- they have three checkpoints. They have a green checkpoint, a blue checkpoint, and a black checkpoint. The green checkpoint has a bunch of people at it, big green flag can't miss it it'll slap you in the face (laughs) (laughs) and they're mandatory right they're mandatory and they're even marked on your maps yeah um they don't tell you which one you do have to figure out what the longitude latitude so you know which one of you usually have two or three a day um blue checkpoints can be a blue flag um one of the razor flags in the middle of nowhere or it can be one of those dot type of sticks and it's blue it's probably what three, four feet tall. Like a Carsonite sign. Uh, not mean? even a sign. It's a five-inch wide yeah, strip. The, the, yeah, the the Carsonite, Carsonite. sign. You know what Carsonite yeah. was? See. All right, then. Yes, one of those. Okay. Um. So trail those markers. aren't yeah, as visible because they can be out in the shrubbery. Sure. Um. And so, then the black checkpoints. There's nothing there. You literally, it's dead reckoning. You've got to um, plot out the black checkpoint. And then when you get there, you got to do a little bit of visual triangulation. Because the closer you are to those GPS points, the um, more points you get. So, 
Oh, well, thank you, Randy Slauson. Yes, gold digger. <laughs> gold digger. Start it up there. Just leave it there. Don't scratch it. Who's? <laughs> oh, boy. Don't get it dirty either. I know. That, let's, is, a, let's that see is a beautiful rig. Let's see if he can maneuver out of here. It looks like he's having with trouble there. Steer? Yeah, forced steer. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for the listeners right now. This is a total, like, 180 yeah. offshoot. Sorry, yeah. Alicia. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so go go ahead. So you, uh, you're talking about the black checkpoint. So dead reckoning. So... Go ahead. And so the closer you are to the GPS points, the more points you get. And the exciting thing is, is they give you a tracking device. So you know, as soon as you press the button on that tracking device, how close you are. And there's a thrill that goes through you when you realize that you're only a couple degrees off. Okay. So that that's what I wanted to make sure our listeners understood. Because like you have no electronic device is with you to navigate. But for in order for them to give you a score at the end of the day, you have a tracker. Yeah, they call so it they the know, yellow brick. They know exactly. So they know exactly where you are uh, at all parts of the day. You can't get lost. They, there's somebody looking at the map, making sure, but nobody ends up in the military base or <laughs> off in right. Timbuktu on their own till nine yeah. o'clock. Okay. Rich Klein was telling me a story about watching a couple teams got together and they started following each other, and they were four hours off course. Oh boy! And they couldn't intervene. Right. Because that would be giving them help. Yep. They just had to watch they them. will. They will send out somebody on occasion. Like I talked about the third day where we got a little lost in the Nevada desert. We, we knew where we were at, but we were obviously off enough okay. that one of the safety motorcycles just came by and waved at us to make sure that we just were. Give us a little, hey, how you <laughs> doing? Heads up, yeah. So if we see Jimmy Lewis <laughs> yeah. circling around yeah. us, you know we're in trouble. <laughs> oh, geez. You might want to check your maps. Um, but yeah, so the, you, get a, you get a tracking device. I'll all of the uh, rigs are outfitted and then you have a yellow brick that's issued to you and so when you get to any of your checkpoints you press the button and it displays the um, longitude and latitude and then you write that down on your check sheet for the day and that's what you turn in at the end of the day and they double check that against what they uh, record in the uh, yellow brick and then that's your points for the day and the point standings are really quick usually about an hour after the teams start coming in your points start showing up wow okay that's cool Um, Should, um, should we look at our points oh it's fun okay to see how good how how well you did and how you know it's it's actually a give, gave us a boost when we realized we were in the eighty percent. Yeah, I mean we're we're not racers. We're you know we don't do off road competitions. We don't we didn't off road or race on a weekly basis like some of these top contenders do. And to see us in the top eighty percent, you know that's it's. It gives you a boost as that a team. Would be a boost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. like the very first not not the first time I did a rock crawl, but the one that I won at. Um, I remember looking at the standing at the end of the day and like I went to Delta thinking like I'm just going to rock crawl I'm just going to have fun and looked at the point standing and I was already in first place by a landslide and I won by a landslide the next day and that was a huge like oh my god we can actually do this <laughs> see that's that's cool yeah I think it's important to see you know your results at the end of the day and maybe even if you didn't do so good you know it's like okay well here's where we need to improve or whatever but um, yeah, getting that, like you described, Alicia, you know, it's like, okay, I think we're on it and hit the button and go, yes, you know, or darn it, we missed it by, you know, whatever degrees. But um, that's, that's got to be, it's got to be intense. Well, it's, you know, it just, get, it keeps you going. Yeah. 
you know, because there's times that we circled and circled looking for a little blue stick, you know, and, and then I talked to like my husband and he's watching us on the uh, live mapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, you guys circled it six times. Why couldn't you find it? <laughs> he's yelling at the screen. <laughs> oh, God. It is. It's right there to your left. No, to your right now. <laughs> yeah. And I know that exact point. And it's a bunch of rocky outcrops. And who knows? It could have been behind a rock. We decided not to drive behind. I mean, it's that's that yeah. kind of where they put some of this stuff out in this wide open spaces and um you know and that's one of those days we had decided to cut our losses and move on to the next point because we were sure where that next point was um you just can't bang your head after a while so they do get a little tricky out there then uh trying to hide some of these from you and then of course the black ones that's like you gotta well not only do they have to, you know try to hide them from you but you're there are two different you have group a and group b and there are different flags for Group A and Group B. So if you come, there was one canyon on day two, we came up on a blue flag, and I'm, as a navigator, going, that is not ours. This right. is not the terrain. And, well, are you sure? I says, no, we need to go down about two-tenths of a mile. We turned two more corners, and there was our blue flag. Wow. So just because you come upon a flag doesn't mean it's your flag. Got it. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always double-check your tip. coordinates. Pro tip. Pro tip. Lots of good nuggets in this one. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so uh, I'm thinking, Amber, you're so you're going to be navigator. How comfortable, you know, How I know you've been training a lot, so how comfortable are you doing all this mapping stuff now? Um, actually, I'm feeling really, really good about it. Like my mom said earlier, I'm I, I'm used to reading a tape measure uh-huh. and going down to finite measurements. Sure. And so, I you know, I do that every day at work and it comes naturally to me almost. And that's basically what it is. Finding a coordinate on the map is splitting this map, which is a square, into smaller squares. They're uh-huh. not perfect squares. Right. Because it's a map and the earth is curved. It's, it's round. Earth, sorry, curved. flat earth. But it, flat earthers, but it's, it's round. curved. <laughs> Oh, shit. sorry to bust your bubble, Jason. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast right there. Hello. Talk about dropping nuggets. <laughs> All right. Okay, go ahead. So, anyways, it's just a matter of busting bigger squares yeah. into smaller squares and finding the point on the map. And I think probably my biggest holdup is just going to be able just reading the terrain on the map because uh-huh. I'm a little too literal, I guess. I just want to go straight there. So you gotta you gotta read the topography because yeah. between where you are currently and where this checkpoint is, this flag, uh, could be a huge mountain. Yeah, a huge mountain or a pile of rocks or a bunch of bushes or some trees or something. Or yeah, a bunch so. of rocks that look the same on the map. Okay. Yeah. So, so you you need to figure out a way around that obstacle, said obstacle to get to that that point. So that's yeah. okay. I did that with a couple bushes and training. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the the train was pretty flat. Um, but I was really excited when we did Rebel Rally training back in May. They gave us two basically black checkpoints where we just mapped it and then went to it and I was able to cross-reference it with my phone when we got there and I checked and we were within five feet of the first one and then I stepped on a bush and I had a stick in my foot in my foot and we were within 15 feet of the second one so she's hopping on one foot through the desert (laughs) (laughs) because the the compass won't work inside the car oh because of the metal around you right yeah so you have to get out and actually do your compass outside the car wow so she's hopping around and then 
when we finally did check it and she saw how close we were, you should have seen her eyes. I just lit oh, up. It's, it's like, oh, crap, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> Amber's got the bug. <laughs> I don't have to talk her into this anymore. Cool. There was no talking me into this. I was, I'm all for this. <laughs> mm. That's epic. Um, okay, so then, uh, so you're doing the navigating, so you come back. So is there a hard cutoff time, like everybody's be back at camp at five, or how does that work? There is a, so the, the checkpoints actually have time windows, okay. particularly the green ones. You okay. have to make the green ones within the window. Okay. Um, so you're the... Um, at least the year that I did it, the you did have an ending time, and it but it was after dark. It wasn't like five o'clock. We had teams coming in at eight, nine o'clock at Whoa. night. Um, and honestly, I don't think they ever actually brought anybody. And I know we had some teams that were out really late. Um, but other, um, as long as you haven't crossed the finish line, other. Um, teams can actually assist you. So this is the neat thing about the Rebel. Okay. It is not on your own, no outside assistance. You can have assistance for uh, from other competitors and there is a spirit award that they give out oh, right. for so, you know in the and the competitors vote who should get the spirit award at the end of the Rebel Rally for somebody who really went above and beyond in helping another um, competitor. Got I mean, uh, the year I was there, it, we had one of the um, all-wheel drives actually um, bust their oil pan okay. and had to be towed back. And another competitor um, in the four-wheel drive uh, category actually towed them back so they could make it back in camp. You have people loaning each other tools, jacks, things that on the trail because they can't, um, they've broken down, got to change a tire. You, so you can work together um, with your competitors, and you see it all the time. So, the, in that instance, uh, that that team with the four wheel drive that pulled them back camp, they forfeited their whatever left. Yeah, they had they had like, uh, gosh, I think it was we were headed to Glamis on a Friday, uh-huh. and it ends on a Sunday, and they did that on Thursday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so then, when you get back um, and you turn in your your scorecard for the day per se. Um, so where, what happens then? Then you get to relax and uh, so basically for them, you have a, you have an hour to get everything out of your vehicle. At least my year, there was an hour out of get everything. So when you first come in, you turn you you go through the finish line. They check you in. You get your start time for the next day, and then they would send you to gas. Okay. And so you would fuel up, and from gas, you could go to the mechanics, or you could park your vehicle for the night. Once you park it, you have one hour to unload everything you need for the night, and then the vehicle is off limits. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you forget your toothbrush, you forget your underwear, you're, you're SOL. you got no toothbrush. <laughs> or it's, no it's, a, it's a, they ding you for it, right? Uh, that year, it was, it, was, it was completely it was, off limits? It was off limits. Okay. Um, they might have some disqualification points. Again, I did this in 2017, and it was only the second year that they had held it. Okay. Um, and they have made a lot of significant changes for the good since then that oh, has made it an even better competition for everybody. Um, so you have an hour to unpack your tent, get tent set up, and by then dinner is is being served. You cannot, If the showers are ready or if they're available, uh, you can definitely go take showers. There's a lounging area. Um, so the uh, I heard the dinners are like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and hot dogs and stuff, right? They're more a little gourmet than that. Pizzas and steaks. Uh, Drew and Deckman, who's a Michelin star chef yes. out of Mexico, 
and yeah. he is the cook. The yeah, chef. I heard there's some some excellent chow at these yeah. things. Definitely. Yeah, so that's cool. That's something to look forward to at the end of the day. Yeah, they they feed you well. They do accommodate dietary needs too. Okay. Um, they do ask you that in your application, so that if you have, whether you're vegan, vegetarian, or whether you're gluten free, there's always um, options available for right. you. Right. Okay. Very cool. And then um, then you go to bed, and then the next morning you start all over again. You get that cowbell wake up. It's a cowbell? She think? runs through camp with a cowboy. That's your <laughs> your signal that you can leave your tent. Yep. Is that Emily Miller that does that? or who? who it was. That? It. My understanding is she does that every year, okay, every morning. that's her thing. <laughs> Run around camp and wake I everybody up. <laughs> Emily Miller doesn't sleep for a week. I would imagine. <laughs> I wouldn't imagine a couple weeks before either. Yeah, a KOH week either. Um, uh, man. I like the Rubicon Rooster idea. They might need to upgrade to the Rubicon Rooster for uh, for that event. <laughs> what, tell me what that you is. You don't know what the Rubicon Rooster no. is? It was at Jeepers. Yeah, oh, Jeepers, oh. Jeepers Jamboree. Yeah, they, they light off uh, basically a, a, a quarter stick of dynamite <laughs> in the meadow of Rubicon Springs. And it echoes like you wouldn't believe through that canyon there. It's like 7 o'clock, like right before sunrise when the kitchen crew is supposed to get no, up. No, no. It was 5 a.m. this past. Oh, so, yeah, it's okay. Usually, it's usually between like 5 and 6. Um, the first morning, it was like 7, 7.30. And I, I didn't know what it was. I mean, I thought somebody, <laughs> a bomb went off or something. I'm like, holy smokes. And then you hear tent zippers undoing and everything, and it's like, okay. And I go, what the hell is that? And they go, oh, that was the Rubicon Rooster. I'm like, well, it frickin' works. And then so, <laughs> so that was, I'm sorry, that was Friday morning. Saturday morning was 5 a.m. Right. So, anyways, yeah, I, I don't think I, I learned that that was actually like a thing, a thing. at Jeepers until I got back from it. Yeah. So I just kept hearing so, this cannon blast every morning, and I was like, what's going on? So, fun fact. <laughs> Uh, Charlene Bauer's dad, Ben Bowers, used to play Reverie on the the trumpet. When oh. the Rubicon rooster <laughs> would go off, then he would play that. Oh, that must have been but so cool. He goes, his lips can't do it anymore, so he Aww. doesn't do it anymore. But he goes, yeah, <laughs> that's great. So, anyways. Um, all right, so with all this info, I know you've been, uh, you guys have been studying and everything. So what do you... I know you feel prepared, but I guess what's what's like your biggest apprehension uh, going into this event? For me, it's um, having the endurance, mm-hmm. physically having the endurance. You know, I'm an early bird. I can get up. Right. But when it comes three o'clock, I want to go charge my siesta. phone and go lay in bed yeah. and plug it in for an yeah. hour and take a nap. But yeah. you know, there's no naps there. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do to combat that? I've Monster some, energy drinks or no, something? I, I don't don't do get my mom jacked up on caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't want me don't jacked, jacked up. up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> 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 um, I've got uh, I got some really good uh, suggestions from Nicole from okay. Total Chaos, and so I've got some vitamins and some B12. I'm gonna down that. And just keep hydrated. Hydration keep hydrated is the key. Is the key. It, so I plan on hydrating us with uh, supplements every morning. Yeah. And then starting that process. So staying hydrated, are you going to wear a catheter? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to be full race mode, Amber? <laughs> no, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> no, but we did. Um, the Mercedes uh, supplied us with our little Tinkerbells. Oh, Tinkerbells. Tinkerbells. All right, cool. So we figured out that, you know, 
we can pee like boys. Oh, there you go. Oh, it's awesome. The shiwi. I have always <laughs> basically yeah. like boy. <laughs> got Jonathan's attention. He's like, wait a minute, I need one of those. Disturbing. <laughs> he goes, I don't have to sit down anymore to pee. <laughs> wow. Wow. wow, guys. All right. Yeah. Well, so this so podcast goes sh- off the rails. We've got our little uh, Tinkerbells and. And what's your biggest apprehension, Amber? What's my biggest apprehension? Um, probably just, like I said, navigating around trees and rocks and stuff like that. Just going for 10 days, coming back to your whole endurance factor, um, that's going to be a crazy one for me because I've had, you know, for the last six weeks, I've been working nonstop trying to finish Gold Digger with Randy and my coworker and... I was just at Expo, and then I'm here, and yeah. then I've got 10 more days where I have to be on all the time, so I don't get any vacation. <laughs> Is the rally the rally's seven days long, right? Um, it You have day zero on Friday. You stay one is Saturday, and it ends in Glamis on the following Saturday. Okay. So it's eight days of stages. Okay. And 10 days total of being at the Rebel. Got it. Got yeah. it. So just... Uh, being able to make it through the next 10 days is, yeah. it's kind of, I'm pretty apprehensive about that, but I, I think I can do it. <laughs> oh, you totally can do it. You guys are You know, and if we go in with the attitude that we're going in for fun. Right. And adventure. That's oh, yeah. what we've got. That's actually the part that I'm probably most excited about besides getting to drive with my mom. That is the most exciting you part. You ride with you your money. mom. Ride yeah. with your mom. Hey, fine. Jeez. <laughs> she keeps trying to drive. Uh, I have a spare key. <laughs> actually, we have plenty of spare right? keys. No, but so I'm really excited for the whole adventure aspect. Yes. Because... Um, just driving around Nevada is a blast. I love, we go stock mobbing all the time in sure. our little stock vehicles and just do the same kind of deserty sh- crap that I just love it. And so I'm really excited to go wherever the course goes. I'm excited. I really hope we get to go through Death Valley. Really, really hope. Okay. Um, but just to see the scenery and have that experience of just being out there. I'm really excited for. I know one year they had um, they got clearance to camp in Titus Canyon. Oh wow! Which nobody has gotten clearance. Wow! Because there was a big windstorm or something okay. going on. Okay. And, and Emily got clearance and wow. they camped in Titus Canyon, which wow. was awesome. I'm excited to see some things. Yeah. Some adventures in the desert. That that's that's the big takeaway. I think. I think this whole mother daughter trip of a lifetime adventure is yeah, it's just going to be a huge uh, bucket list item for you guys. You guys are going to look back on this forever, the memories and everything, and go, wow, I yeah, mean, just flat out wow, right? I kept waking up like last week. I think before I left Thursday or Friday, and I was like, all right, this is the point where my life changes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd wake up every morning. I was like, it's never going to be the same again. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true, Alicia? I would agree. I mean, it's an experience of a lifetime. I don't think I could ever repeat it. Even if I decided to do the Rebel Rally a second time, I, that first experience, I just think is unrepeatable. Um, the exhilaration of, like you talked about, said about doing something that you've never done before, just so that you can. Yeah. I mean, not many people get that opportunity. Um, and particularly for people that aren't truly like in the racing industry or don't do this as a profession, just to be able to go and do something at that level and then come out the other end. I mean, yeah, it's life changing. I mean, yeah. So how empowering is that? Or, or I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's part of the, the 
proper terminology, but I mean, I got to imagine when you come back home and three, four, five days later when you finally like come back down to earth um, and you're just like, holy crap. You know, all that stuff I was scared of or stuff. Look what we just did. You know, we, we navigated exactly. across this crazy terrain um, without modern technology. And we fixed a tire out in the middle of nowhere. We got back to camp. I mean, all this stuff has got to, you know, just reinforce that I can do whatever I set my mind to, right? Uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just... It makes you realize that you put limitations on yourself. Yeah. And that really, if you just think outside the box a little bit more, you could do anything. Right. And ties right back into Jesse Combs, uh, you know, what she did in her short time on this earth, uh, but how impactful she was and, and how she motivated you guys to, to make this happen, which is super freaking cool. She's she's not with us, unfortunately, but uh, she's still making, making a... Impact, right? She's making an impact. Yeah. How did she make an impact on your life, yeah. Amber? I thought I told the story in the first podcast. You did, but <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it should be repeated here. Well, I mean, going all the way back, I grew up watching her on um, for overhauling or no, dang it. Extreme 4x4. Extreme 4x4 with Ian Johnson. Yep, that one. So I grew up watching her on that show. And I was, you know, I was like kind of into cars when I was a kid. And I was like, well, there's this girl working on cars. So I guess I could do that too. And then I bought my Samurai and I wanted to work on it. So I took a welding class in community college. And I think the second class that we had, Jesse was in an American Welding Society video. And I was at that point in my life, I was young, I didn't know what I wanted to do as like a career. And um, I saw her in the AWS video and I was like, well, if Jesse can do it, I can do it. So I, I initially took the class just to build a set of rock sliders for my samurai. That's right, yeah. And then I ended up taking all the classes that the community college offered. So now I'm a welder. <laughs> there you go. And that's also why she started racing, KOH. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah, after Jesse passed. Yeah, after Jesse passed, I was talking to Stuart, my co-driver, right. my brother. And I was like, you know, one of my big goals is, I, you know, I've always wanted to race King of the Hammers because we'd been going for so long at that point. Right. And he's like, just do it. And I was like, oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess we're doing it. <laughs> yep. So we did. And here we are. But, and that was the same kind of life-changing experience where you go into it with, like, this wild card. Like, is this something I can, I can actually achieve? And you come out the other side and you look back and you're like, holy crap, I did that. I yeah. can do anything. Yeah. yeah. I can do anything. Yep. There you go. And I think that was uh, the way she thought, too. Yeah. She could do anything. Well, she there, was an amazing woman. There, yeah, no walls that she couldn't climb over, man. It was just... <laughs> yeah. And, and always with a smile on her face. Yeah. And... I asked her one time at SEMA, you know, she'd been out on the SEMA floor signing autographs and everything, talking to everybody. I said, Jesse, how do you smile so long? She said, I love it. Just, yeah. And it's like, oh, give me that lesson. It's, you know, yeah. she really deeply loved being in the public eye. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And doing what she did. Yeah, and she and for that reason, you know, that's our charity. Yeah. It's the Jesse Combs Foundation. Yeah. We believe that women in the trades should be supported. And that's what the Jesse Combs Foundation does. Exactly. So uh, you have a few sponsors you want to shout out for uh, for the Rebel? Yeah, we sure do. We okay. have a, we have a lot of people that have helped us along the way. It's it's really wonderful. It's um, it, the yeah. Jesse Combs Foundation for one. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, Elite Motors. 
They have done our wrap for us. Okay. And the Toby stickers. And the Toby oh, they did. Sti- <laughs> What's the story with the Toby stickers? Oh my gosh! So, Toby's one of my best friends. When I first started racing, he used to race a uh, Land Cruiser in 45, 4600. Okay. So I went to him for race advice. Um, and he gave me all of it. It was great. He's like an encyclopedia. Yeah. So he's always told me that he'd sponsor me if I put a picture of his head on the side of my helmet. Oh, no. So. <laughs> now we have pictures of Toby's head. It's but a you- floating <laughs> head. And you didn't do that at Hammers or anything before, huh? It's been in the works. So now it's oh finally happening. Oh, this is hilarious. Because yeah. our rapper, Elite yeah. Motors, he, I said, we need a head. And so he says, well, I got 30 inches wide. I can print 30 of them. Like, oh all right. Do you know Toby? I, I Toby's think last I name? Do. Who's Snivelous? Toby. Snivelous. I don't worry about that. That image of him is very disturbing, though. Yep, that's Toby. And Toby, Toby, Toby. Toby. That Toby. Toby. That Toby. I know Toby. Oh, Toby. That's an ongoing Bring joke it. on the podcast. Bringing it all the way back to what when, hammers this year. When, yeah, when is Toby coming to camp? Toby only lives down the road. I know. I know. Like he right should have been in camp. He's got a day job. He'll be here later in the week, apparently. Okay. I'm going to miss him. All right. Yeah, we're going to miss him. All yeah. Right. Okay, so anyways, back to sponsors. Yeah, sponsors. Well, I Go. guess because Toby's a sponsor, too. Toby's a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, got BD Fabrication, the parent company of Trail Tough. They, oh. They've always helped me out a lot, so they're on the list of sponsors. Um, so, Moto Wolf. Ava. That's Ava. And Ava has uh, gone through the Via Cross completely and fixed lots of things that needed to be fixed. And she's built a Via Cross before her and her boyfriend, yep. Colin. And they um, are former, well, she was a former GMC um, engineer welder. Oh, really? Yeah. Did and now she has another job at Jay Leno's garage. Can I we say that? I don't know if we can say that. But well, you just said it. Said okay. It. Well, just in case, you can edit it out. Okay. But so I yes. have to reach she, out to her about got, that one. She got a job at Jay Leno's garage. She's a badass. Yeah. She is. Very <laughs> she cool. Is. She is. And who else is on our list? Um, Step 22 Gear. Step 22 Gear supplied us with these great containerized Those bags things. are badass. Oh, they yeah. are badass. I was so surprised. Like, I... Initially, we got them because I was threatening to use a bigger bag for Rebel Rally, and my mom was like, no, let's just get these ones. And I was like, okay, okay, fine. And I've been using that thing all summer. Really? For Rubicon trips. Okay. It's, it packs up. It's a perfect, like, cube. It's great. Okay, yeah, cool. Step 22 has some really nice yeah. um, bags. And, and the tool bag. Yeah, their tool roll that is roll, yeah, next level. Roll. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice tool roll. Yeah, like I said, I was skeptical on it, but that thing is so handy. Yeah. <laughs> So step 22 is going with us. Okay. Yep. And then the next one on the list is BF Goodrich Tires. BFG. Ooh, rolling on BFG. Oh, yeah. Just like okay. every winner at Baja. Yep. So you, you don't have reds on there, huh? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got some road miles to put down. So those, yeah. you'd probably be changing out a couple sets of reds. Yep. They're all trains. Yeah. No, that's perfect. So. Good tire there. Yep. Okay. Warren Industries. Oh, Warren. They've been a blessing. They've yep. always uh, supported. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. They they do a lot, obviously. They make a great product. Uh, Warren, Factor 55, all that recovery gear. Um, so that's super cool that uh, they're helping yeah, you out. And that yeah. leads to Factor 55. Yep. Yeah. That's the next one on the list. Yeah. yeah. And they're taking care of us, getting us some recovery equipment. Yep. Yeah. They're the recommended recovery gear of rebel rally oh too. there you go yeah yeah okay yeah. Yeah. awesome 
And then Avalanche, well, sorry, I skipped one. Uh-oh. Bomber fabrication. Bomber, Bomber. fabrication. Yeah, Randy's <laughs> giving her a couple days off so she can that, go play hey, with me. what a nice yeah. guy. I also use his ATEC account. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then his um, crew chief, Nick... Avalanche Technical yep, is another one of our sponsors. Yep, yep. he's letting us, he's letting us borrow some of his recovery gear. Very cool. Yeah, um, tire right, tire right. Kobe, it's right here somewhere. <laughs> Alicia, right Alicia. in front of you. Alicia, Kobe, tire yep. right. Tell us about tire right. Uh, tire right. Uh, we hand assemble high end tire gauges and inflation de- devices. Uh, and you know what? It's really important with the TOD, the torque on demand, that those tires all have the same pressure. They're equalized. Or it'll screw it up. Yep. It's highly accurate um, to like 0.2, I think it is. And I think you guys are looking for one or two PSI, basically, to make sure that they're all even around. And these are um, digital gauges that we hand assemble. They're great. Yeah. And Terrific they're very product. durable because she's taken them in her race car, right? Oh, yeah. No, I I had the, the mini gauge uh-huh. in my toolbox for the whole Hammers race, yep. and it survived. And it's been in my tool bag all summer, surviving still. Yep. And that thing just takes a beating. And they're made, uh, they're made to take a beating for sure. How many rollovers has it been involved in, Amber? <laughs> None this year. Oh, okay. I don't know. Do you want to talk to your brother? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't count tips. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> if it's on its lid, that's there the only thing about it. <laughs> there you go. That's funny. All right. Uh, and then we've got Off the Grid Surplus. Oh, nice. The clothing company. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love their pants. I rep them. That's Those are the only pants I work in. They are terrific. They make terrific. a great product. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find them in 511 Tactical Stores. And um, I know they've got a couple stores down in Southern California, but they're just, they're durable and they've got all the pockets like most women's pants don't. Yeah. <laughs> so pockets yep. are important with the Rebel. And they, they are designed for women, right? Yeah. I mean, for working women, women of the work. trades. Yeah. In the trades yeah. or off-road yeah. or um, in tactical, I guess. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah. It's a terrific product. Yeah. Um, and the last one on my list is Wheelin' Wine and Whiskey. Wheelin' Wine and Whiskey. Yeah, they <laughs> sent us a check, didn't they? Yes. A nice yep. big fat check. It was signed by Lorenzo. I don't know if it's going to cash, but good <laughs> no, luck. No, I was hoping it was signed by Chris. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, if it was yeah. signed by Chris, it's definitely now good. Now we by, have to by, challenge Snail by, Trail by, to get yeah, out there. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should, well, yeah. okay. They, they ought to be on the list, actually, because they gave us the tire patch kit. Oh. Actually, Laura? Laura from... Who's doing the Rebel? <laughs> She approached Nail Trail, said, you're sponsoring them. Why aren't you sponsoring us? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. Now, it's, I, I love getting the story out, and this is a great story. I cannot wait to follow up. We're going to be watching online. Okay, you can watch at RebelRally.com. Right. We're, we're not going to. Okay, say that again. RebelRally.com. Okay, and then you are Team Rockin' the Dot. So there's just team names. There's no number associated uh, with it. 168. Oh, team number so 168. Real close to 468. Yep, her race number is 468. That's right. So we got 168. Okay, nice. We are in the 4x4 four four class because we do have a two-speed transfer case. case. Yep. So, yes, um, we're not in the all, all-wheel drive. Okay, all right. Um, this year... There's quite a few vehicles that are in. Yeah, you were reading off this list this morning, and that that was pretty interesting to me. Yeah, so we have in the rally this year 18 Jeeps, 11 Toyotas, 6 Ford Broncos, 1 Nissan Xterra, 
uh, a Defender, a 90s Defender, um, an Alexis GX460, Bougie. Ram Rebel, 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 a Mercedes G550, Ooh, a super Rivian, stuff. yeah, the Rivian R1T, and the new Rivian R1S. Ooh, so you're going to have the truck and the... the uh, uh, SUV, I think. Is that I it? think maybe. I don't know. I, I have no idea what the R1S okay. is. I haven't seen it yet. No. And then a Mobus, a Mobius. Oh, I've heard of that. M O B I U S from Kenya. Kenya, yeah, it's like it, a. I think it is like a Mercedes-esque okay. uh, vehicle. And the first Isuzu Viacross. Rocking the V cross dots. Rocking the dots. I yes. love it. And I also don't think we mentioned that this, the Rebel Rally is international. They do have people that come over from other countries. Right. Um, to race this. Or it right. is, let me rephrase that. It's not not race. race. It's not a race. It's, <laughs> it's a not, rally. It's a rally to participate in the rally. Right. We've got uh, teams hail from 94 cities, 24 states, and provinces. Providence. 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 Say, so I think it's that word. Provinces. Yeah. There you go. And five countries. Uh, consists each team consists of a driver, navigator, and their vehicle. No personal support. Crazy. Um, competitors range in age from 23 to 74. So I'm not the oldest one. Whoa. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> now watch the other 74 year olds <laughs> kick ass. It's like, oh, let's see. You can do anything you set your right. mind to. Yes, that's right. right. We can all do hard things. 54 competitors are rebel are return are returning rebels. And 56 are new rally rookies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that's the lineup. Well, this is exciting. Uh, so you you don't get to call out during at, at di- after dinner or something? Do you have, are you able to reach back out to the family they, or they, something? They're charged $5 a phone call. We can call for three minutes, and they discourage it. It's only for emergencies. Got it. Okay. But I think one of the new things they're doing, they are allowing social media um, contacts, correct? It's not with you guys, but don't, isn't this some we of the... We have a social media manager, which will be the Huntress, Cri- Christina, Christina who's here in camp, just yes, arrived at camp yes. yesterday. She will going, be our social media... That's great manager and they will feed information to her okay and she can put it on our instagram okay, and our great. Facebooks. So, so we're going to be able to follow up uh so on on your uh page amber yep my page and she'll be birds. going live on dolly golly's page <laughs> <And then> dolly <laughs> golly. Go live. and we're out no so uh <laughs> no we're out <laughs> she's still, so oh chris <laughs> <laughs> i teed that one up um so, uh, final thoughts for them, Alicia, uh, before they embark on this uh, crazy, wonderful adventure. Have fun. Yeah. I mean, everything else is just water under the bridge. Have fun and go with it. Yep. That's it. Have fun. All right. How about it, Joe? Joe, you got any final thoughts for them on the V-Cross? Uh, just uh, don't let Amber drive, I think, is number one. Yeah, keep it. Keep it four down. Keep it four down. Keep there four we down. go. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amber, any final thoughts here? I'm just like talking about the sponsors just now. I got a little overwhelmed with how much support we've had going into this whole thing. And I'm just, there's got to be some names that I missed, but I'm super thankful for everyone that's sure. been behind us helping us get to this point in the last year that we've spent, you know, tirelessly working towards it oh, so we forgot your dad 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah, dad. <laughs> dad. Oh yeah, dad. Okay. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Start so, tearing up, dad. That's hard. <laughs> you're you're going to have a whole week uh, or 10 days of the house to yourself. What are you going to do? We've got a full house anyways with all the people that live with us, so I won't be alone. And, and you know, and he's going to be here <laughs> right. for the rest of the week. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you, at Trail Hero, we're leaving all our friends and our family here I at know, Trail Hero. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, that just means we get to plug you in on uh, Saturday and Sunday and, ha- and yeah. as a group cheer you on from uh, Trail Hero. Oh, gosh, yeah, yes. Cool. I'm going to be able to feel that from thousands yes. of miles away. Yes. Feeling the love. <laughs> all the, the love. love. Final thoughts, Dolly. This is this has been a hard one. Yeah, yeah. Today it's been a hard one. Good. Well, it's uh, it's awesome. That's what it's all about, you know. These life experiences. You guys are doing it right. Um, you got tons of support, and uh, you're gonna kick some ass. You're gonna kick some ass. So we got this, Ma. We just want to finish, finish, and what do they say have fun you gotta finish first before you first or you gotta first finish before you finish first something <laughs> oh, come like on, that thank, that's <laughs> on. thank you Miles <laughs> yeah that's my Miles you have to finish head. first before you can finish first <laughs> no this is great if you're not first you're last that's right yeah. that's right <laughs> we shall see you know it's gonna be an adventure with heck that yeah little, that little car oh, so look for it on the Rebel dot com it will it'll be hard to miss yeah yeah and so how it works let's make sure this alicia they do um video and when they go off the starting line right well see they have so many more advancements since i did it in 2017 they're really they're doing um on their facebook page and i think on their instagram they their social media and youtube they do live events you can actually um uh interviews they do um live reporting from on the road in the trail um with video of the uh competitors they really have stepped up their game in the last five years with how they promote everybody during the race right we were almost literally in the dark when I did it in 2017 as far as uh, family members being able to see live shots of us until the end it was just the tracking on uh, you know the rebelrally.com but there's so many other different avenues and if you go to rebelrally.com they will have links for family members and those that are interested in um, experiencing it tracking it maybe seeing uh, if it's something they want to do themselves in the future um that they can actually um, click down to YouTube, face, okay. Facebook, Instagram. And make those comments. Yeah. Because yep. I yeah. know it works. Uh, Amber did one of her races at KOH. Uh-huh. And afterwards, Simon came up to me. He runs the page for KOH during the event. And he says, we had to get the drones on her because there was so much demand oh, in yeah. the comments. And I thought, wow. Yeah. It yeah. really works. So comments, make comments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cheer on your your favorite team when when you're on your social media, YouTube. Right yeah. on. Let them know. Well, and Dolly and Amber are so shy in front of the camera, so I'm sure it's going to be tough to get them on camera and stuff. So we'll see <laughs> how this works out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think with that, Dolly, we're out. Uh, we're out. No, Amber? are we out? We're out. We're out. We're out. <laughs> we're out. Well. Deep the Rebel subject. Rally. What do you think? You want to put on a skirt and compete next year? <laughs> we could. We could be like. Uh, what was that? Uh, what was that TV show where the guys dress like uh, girls to get into the uh, bosom buddies apartment? It was bosom buddies. Bosom, and that was a Tom Hanks. <laughs> it was Tom Hanks. 
Wow, that is going way back. Holy oh, smokes. Yeah, we're just, we, we date ourselves That's all bad. the time on this that show. That is bad. But I was just thinking, because they do have a ladies run at Trail Hero. Uh-huh. And some of the guys dress up with skirts and dresses and wigs and stuff. Yeah, and go out Perfect. and wheel. Um, or their right seats, you know, to help out or whatever if they need help. Uh-huh. Um, it is hilarious. So, um, yeah, we could do that and rebel next year. You oh, know? boy. Just the wheeling wine whiskey goes drag. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, don't you mean you're running drag? No, we are yeah, going drag. No, we, we are going running drag. Running drag. I don't know. Who knows? Everything's acceptable nowadays. I know, right? But the world's crazy. But it sounds man. like a ton crazy. of sounds like a ton of fun. Um, you know, they've got they've got support if they need it. Yeah. Um, their goal is that you don't need it. You don't need mechanical. You know, you don't have to go get rescued out in the desert. So. Um, you know, they are, are full navigating without any modern technology. No electronics. No. So it's it's intense. I mean, it's it's not for the weary there. And, um, you know, you got that little safety net in the background, but there there's some, some serious terrain. Yeah. Um, and you got to figure out how to get to that flag. And as Alicia described, you know, there's like the... The, the flag, uh, was it, the green flag that's just out in the middle that's super easy to get to, and then, you know, blue's a little more technical, and then, the, then there's no flag. You uh-huh. know, it's just a point um, that you got to get to. So, um, and, and it, of course, it's all timed, and, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It sounds pretty damn difficult. Yeah. But well, then you should... end up. Uh, up, up it a little bit and make it kind of like the Hunger Games, too. So, you know. Oh. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. I I understand they don't go hungry and they eat pretty well. They have some Michelin star chef uh, cooking their meals. So uh, sounds like a nice vacation, too, while you're at it. So, Uh, yeah, um, if that's your thing, as long as you can navigate (laughs) your way back to camp. (laughs) So do we know where the finishing point is yet? I guess that was kind of a secret. Glamis. I think it was Glamis. They said Glamis Glamis down in Southern California. Mm hmm. Wow. So. So they are, you know, currently competing. Uh, Christina, the Huntress, has taken over Dolly and Amber's accounts and have been doing updates. Right. Um, unfortunately, they're not doing great, but there's still a lot of Rebel Rally left. So maybe they're just hitting their stride and going get, to get going here. So hopefully. Um, but I guarantee they are having a freaking blast. And I know Dolly... Um, and Amber were both very emotional and it's like, you know, just a huge bucket list item for them and, you know, rocking the dots is their team name and oh, for yeah. Jesse Combs. And, you know, now that movie's coming out right. uh, with Jesse documentary. So um, it's just cool how it all ties in and how passionate they are about off-roading and empowering women to get off-road and get involved and, and do this stuff. So, um, yeah, that's the takeaway message here. Regardless of how they finish, it's, it's hey, we're, we're going to plan for this. We're going to do it, and we're going to have a blast. And that's, uh, Yeah, that's absolutely. They're, they're making great memories, some mother-daughter memories. That's super awesome. That, that uh, you know, it's awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, it, it's fun to follow along and watch these teams so you can go to the uh, Rebel Rally website. That's correct. R-E-B-E-L-L-E. Um, so make sure you spell it right. Rebel. Yeah, that's it. right. And uh, yeah, they have a they have a live tracker on there. It's kind of fun to watch. And 
So let me get this straight. Did so that they they do not actually have their phones at all. No. So does nope. does Christina actually currently possess their phones? Literally. No, she possesses their uh, access to their IG accounts. Ah. So okay. she has the you know password and everything to get into the account and uh, do updates. She's done that at Hammers, you know, in the past for Amber. So that's pretty cool. Right, right. So that's how she's getting getting the updates out from their accounts. That's right. So right now I'm uh, Rebel Rally. So it's R E B E L L E Rally R A L L Y dot com. All so Rebel Rally is one word. You go to that yep. website and they have a link in there for live tracking, and uh, yeah, super cool. Yeah, so you can find out it's Team One Sixty Eight is uh, Dolly and Amber and right. uh, Rocking the Dots One Sixty Eight. So you can look for the little little icon. I think it's that. Um, yeah, they got a they got a yellow brick. So Alicia was explaining. There's two different. GPS units that they have. So a yellow brick, which is what the racers use. So that's what's showing up on this live tracking to see right. where they are on course. And then they have the other GPS unit um, that they hit the button when they're on their, you know, waypoint that they're supposed to hit. And then that will notify them how close they were to that waypoint. And oh. that's all they know at that point. So they, they do get some cool satisfaction. It's like, you know, I think it's right here, and then they hit it, and then boom, it'll it'll verify or not how how far off they were. Ah, I did not know that. So it's kind yeah, of kind least. of funny to watch some of the day's history and speed it up and whatnot, and it's like some oh, people yeah. kind yeah. of go off in their <laughs> wrong yeah, direction. Yeah, go go a little wayward. It's like it's Keystone like, Cops or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's put it's, some it's, music to it. <laughs> The Benny Hill music. <laughs> Benny Hill music, exactly. Uh -huh. yeah. So uh, there it is. So I uh, I guess they finish up Sunday, right? That's correct. So I believe that. Yep. Coming up soon. So yeah, um, this episode's timely. We want to we wanted to get it dropped earlier in the week, but things have been a little chaotic in both Jason's yeah. and my lives. So, but we're as usual, we're making it happen. This episode will drop uh, Thursday morning. Uh, okay, Thursday morning. And hopefully Happy everybody Thursday. enjoys the content there. And then uh, we'll, we'll we're, Jason and I are going to meet in the next couple of days, and uh, we'll get the rest of these episodes queued. Yeah, well, and we'll get back so on, much. We'll get back on schedule. So, so when they get back from the Rebel Rally, we're going to circle back and do a post follow up of how everything went and get some killer stories from Dolly and Amber. Oh, absolutely. Um, so that that'll be a fun follow up episode as well. So. Um. Yeah. Good stuff for now. I I think that covers it. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed it and got a little insight of what this uh, all girls rebel rally is all about. And uh, following the journey along with them, Team One Sixty Eight, rocking the dots, girl power. Right there you on. go. All right. So if you want to get a hold of Jason or Chris, you can email us at Jason or Chris at WheelingWineWhiskey dot com. You can also get a hold of us through the ig at wheeling wine whiskey and of course do not ever forget about our phone number which is 408-800-5169 you can leave a voicemail and we'll most likely play it on the show yes and we have some new voicemails so 408-800-5169 give us a call and uh yeah i've got some some great stuff coming so <laughs> hold on to your hats people <laughs> all right i think chris uh, with that we're out. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.